Okay, so today is the final daf in Masech the Shabbos, daf Kufnan Zayin. We begin in daf Kufnan Vav, two lines up from the bottom. We said in the Mishnah, we had a machlokes between Rabbi Yehud and Rabbi Shimon about items that were not prepared for an animal on Shabbos. They were prepared either for human use, for human use, and they became eligible to be eaten by a animal on Shabbos. So Yehuda considered that not. Uh, being muchan prepared for the animal and therefore it was moksa. According to Reb Shimon, it was mutter. It doesn't have to be prepared for the animal. So we had a few Amarayim who argued whether the halacha was like Reb Yehuda or Reb Shimon. And now we say, Reb Yehuda also passed like Reb Shimon that he didn't hold of such strict uh, halachas of moksa. So fractic mar, mi amr rabbi yachin hachi, did rabbi yachin really say that halachas like rabbi shimon? Amr rabbi yachin, rabbi yachin holds halachas like stam mishnah, that halachas like every stam mishnah. Utanan, now the Gemara is going to try and slug up this thing that rabbi yachin holds like rabbi shimon from a few stam mishnahs. So the first stam mishnah we bring is a, uh, is a uh, mishnah in Beitzah. So the Mishnah says like this, You're not allowed to cut wood, chop wood from beams uh, uh, to use as firewood. So they were set aside for construction. They were not muchan for firewood. And so therefore you're not allowed to chop them up for firewood on Yantif. Similarly, a beam in your roof that breaks on Yantif. Again, not muchan, not prepared for firewood. You're not allowed to use it. Now that's the Stam Mishnah. And... Uh, and clearly holds like Rabbi Yehuda that it's moksa, and yet Rabbi Yochanan said that the Allah is like a stam mishnah. So that seems like the Allah is like Rabbi Yehuda. And for the Gemara, no, Rabbi Yochanan, Ahuk, Rabbi Yehuda, Bar Yehuda Masli. Rabbi Yochanan taught that mishnah that it wasn't a stam mishnah. That the end of that mishnah said divrei Rabbi Yosibar Bar Yehuda, so that that was only a shita of a yachid, and that was not a stam mishnah. Correct Gemara from another mishnah. Toshma Maschilim by Remus Heaven. You're allowed to use. A pile of straw to use for for fire on Yantif. but not wood that's in your backyard. Um, so you have wood in the backyard that's set aside for storage for long-term use, not says it's designated for this Yantif. So that you're not allowed to use. Now, what's with the straw? The straw is spoiled spoiled straw. That's what the Gemara assumes. It's spoiled straw, and therefore spoiled straw is. Uh, is uh, not fit to be used for an animal, and therefore it's muchan for firewood, that's why you're allowed to use it. So the Gemara answers, again, a stam mishnah, which seems like it's like Rabbi Yehuda. So the Gemara answers, yeah, but over there, in that mishnah, we're talking about two types of cedar wood trees. Uh, uh, what's called arze and what's called ashuche. The muksa machmas chisarin kiss. Ah, it's a new category of muksa. It's not an issue of regular muksa, but there it's muksa machmas chisarin kiss. They're very expensive, and nobody regularly uses them for firewood because they're very expensive types of wood. So I feel Rib Shimon Moide, even Rib Shimon agrees that muksa machmas chisarin kiss is a valid muksa. So therefore, it comes out like this that that Mishnah could be like Rib Shimon. And still hold that what that the eitzim is muksa, and therefore it's not a it's. Aaron, Aaron, mute your phone, please. Sorry. No problem. It doesn't run counter to that the fact that Rabbi Yochanan kapaskin like that Mishnah and also say that the Allah is like Rabbi Shimon by other cases. Okay, and Rabbi Yochanan does hold of. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Reb Shimon does hold of the concept of Muxamach Maskasarankis. Okay, Toshma, I'll bring you an Araya from another Stam Mishnah. You're not allowed to water or shecht a animal that goes out and leaves your, your, um, your um, house for, let's say, a few days at a time. So you have an animal that goes and, let's say, hunts for a few days and then comes back. 
uh, or you have um, an animal that goes and grazes for a few days and then comes back, but you don't see it for days and days at a time. That's called a midbarius. Uh, as such, such an animal is not muchan to be eaten on yantif, and therefore you're not allowed to shechet and you're not allowed to water it. However, bayosis are animals that leave the tchum on a daily basis, but then come back at night. So such animals are considered prepared because on a daily basis they're returning to your rishos. So what do you see here? That the animals that are midbarius are not muchan on yantif, and therefore you're not allowed to use them. That's muksa like Rabbi Yehuda, and it's a stam mishnah. answers Rabbi Yochanan stam achrina ashkach. Rabbi Yochanan found another Stam Mishnah that says like uh, that says like um, that says um, that, that says like Rav Shimon okay the, what is the Stam Mishnah because Rav Shimon says right we learned this Mishnah before that you're not allowed you're allowed to take off the bones and the uh, the, the remaining um, um, shells from the nuts uh, from the table by hand, okay? So you're allowed to pick it up by hand and move it. Well, says, no, that you no, you're not allowed to touch the the bones and the and the and the shells. Those are muksa, but rather you could pick up the table. The table is not muksa, and you could tilt the table and shake off the bones and the and, and the shells onto the floor. Okay? So the Amar and uh, why? Because they're muksa because they weren't prepared to be eaten by animals. Because they were prepared to be eaten by humans, right? The bone, let's say, was part of the chicken. The chicken was raw for, for human food, the, 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 uh, the drumstick. The fact that now you, you finish the drumstick and now there's only bone left, so now it became muchan for an animal, but that's why it's... But, but yet, and yet, Beis Hillel says, Beis, uh, rather, Beis Shammai says, that it is, um, that it's mutter. So Beis Shammai, you see, is holding like Reb Shimon. Now, hold on a second. If Beis Hillel holds like Reb Yehuda, then how could Reb Yechanan say that? That Allah is like Reb Shimon, because we don't paskin like Beis Shammai. So, however, Amr Nachman, Nachman says, no, you have the wrong girsa. Anu, ein lanu ella. We only have the following girsa, which is... Uh, that you had it backwards. Really, Beishamai holds like Rabbi Yehuda, and Beishol holds like Rabbi Shimon, and therefore the middle of the Mishnah was backwards. We learned this previously in Sech the Shabbos, and therefore it's really Rabbi Yochanan is holding like that sheet of Beishol that says that you're allowed to remove it by hand. So even though it wasn't Muchan for the animals uh, before Shabbos, but since on Shabbos it became Roy for the animals, it's not Muksa, and you're allowed to pick it up by hand and remove it. Okay. So now the Gemara brings down another. Okay, so we're done with trying to shlag up Rabbi Yochanan. Now the Gemara brings another machlokes. Pligi bar Rav Achav Ravina. Rav Achav Ravina had a machlokes. Chadam or one says bechol Shabbos kula alacha kreb Shimon. Regarding all hilchah Shabbos, the alacha is like Rav Shimon. Levarmi muksa machmas mios, except for muksa machmas mios, where the alacha follows Rav Yehuda. What is an example of muksa machmas mias? Something mias means disgusting. It's muksa because it's disgusting. Ner yashin is an old lamp. So an old lamp which has oil, oil that's that's you know uh, sticking to it, you wouldn't use the lamp for other uses because it has dry, um, smeared oil on it uh, uh, that was used for for for, for, for lighting a, a lamp. So it's not even oil that you could drink, and that's called mius, and therefore the lamp is muksa. The chadam or the other one said no. The muksa machmas mius nami halacha and halacha is also like rishim rishimin, meaning that rishimin doesn't hold that muksa machmas mius is a real muksa. So levar mi muksa machmas iser, muksa machmas iser, where something is. Uh, the only way to use something is to be either an iser, that type of muksa, the halacha is like 
Reb Yehuda. My Neo, what is an example of this? Ner Shadliku Baba Shabbos. So if you have a, 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 la, a lamp that had a flame in it when Shabbos started, the only way to use that lamp would be to put out the, 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 uh, the light, to put out the candle, which is an Isser. So that, Moksamachmas Isser, that the halacha is like Reb Yehuda, that you're not allowed to use it, okay? And the lamp is again a buses for the flame. Okay, so even when the flame goes out, the the, the isser of muksa remains on the lamp. Okay, but the concept of muksa because something is expensive, right? Like the classic example is the mila knife or the shchita knife, which you wouldn't use even to cut regular meat because it's expensive. I feel Reb Shimon might even Reb Shimon agrees to Reb Yehuda that that concept of muksa exists. It's not because we learned in a Mishnah uh, back in Daf Kuf. Chav Gimel, Kalakelim, Italim, Shabbos, all Kalim could be used on Shabbos, Chutzbi, Masar, Hagadol, except for a large saw that was used for construction or, or to cut down trees, and the plow, the, the, um, the um, uh, knife in the plow or whatever, the, um, the back of the plow that digs in, the shovel part of the plow that digs into the ground, again, you're not going to use it for other purposes because you're afraid it's going to be damaged. So that concept of Moksa Machmas Vesarankis, even Reb Shimon holds up. Okay, last Mishnah in the Masechta. Mephirin Nadarim B'Shabbos. So a husband is allowed to be made for his wife's Nadarim, which we know from Parshas Matois. And we, we know that he has a day that... Uh, um, um, that he has a day to be made for the nether, the day that he hears of it. And the Gemara is going to bring down a machlekes. Is it a 24-hour period or is it just the end of the day? Gemara will we'll discuss that. But now we're saying now that a husband is allowed to be made for his wife's nadarim on Shabbos. Finish alam nadarim, and you could be shoyel from a from a from a gadol to be mater nether shehein l'tzarich Shabbos if you need the nether for Shabbos. And the Gemara is going to ask: Is that tzarich Shabbos go even on the husband being made for the wife's nadarim, or only when you're going to be shoyel from a chacham? Then we said, Vaiter, you're allowed to temporarily put a shutter in a window. Going back to that machlekes that we had between Rabbi Eliezer and the Chachamim uh, back on Kuvchav Hay, where we said if you have a temporary, if you have a shutter that's if it's hanging from a rope, it's considered part of the building. Rabbi Eliezer will allow you to put it in the wall. And the Chachamim hold, no, even if it's not hanging on a rope, you're allowed to put it back in the wall. It's not considered building on Shabbos. So now this Mishnah holds like Rabbi Eliezer that uh, this Mishnah holds like. Rabbi Eliezer. No, holds like the Chavim that you're allowed to put it back in the window even if it's not hanging from the window. You're allowed to measure a Shmata to see if it has the minimum shear for Toma. You're allowed to measure a Mikvah to see if it has three cubic Amas. There was a Maisa in the days of Reb Tzadik's father and Abishol Ben Badnish. So the case was where they 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 put a sh- they, they 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 blocked up a window with a with a earthenware keli, which I'll show you the picture in a, in, a, in a couple of minutes when we get to it in the Gemara. But basically, they stuck an earthenware keli in the wall where the hole was. The kashras bagemi. They tied an earthenware keli with some reed grass. Laydam yesh to know whether there was a hole in a barrel the size of a tafach. And again, as I said, we'll talk about that shortly. What that case was. from the words we learn Number one, you're allowed to shut our window. Ma'idadin, you're allowed to measure on Shabbos for a mitzvah, and and B'kaisha, and you're allowed to tie on Shabbos again, it wasn't a permanent knot, because they used reeds, reeds were meant to, were not permanent, were, was not was not permanently tied, because when the reed dries out, the knot falls apart. Okay, so for actually, first, Ibayuhu, back on the first part of the Mishnah, Hafara, this uh, Farah, this Mayfair, the Ned, the Ben Litzarach, Ben Shlo 
is it whether it's necessary for Shabbos or not necessary for Shabbos? And she'elah is letzarech in, shloi letzarech lo. In other words, the Gemara is asking, the case of of Sheila clearly has to be Litzarech Shabbos, because the Mishnah clearly says that uh, it's Litzarech Shabbos. Shein Litzarech Shabbos. The Gemara is asking, does that Shein Litzarech Shabbos also go back on the husband being made for the neder? Certainly, you can only ask a chacham to be matin neder if it's related to Shabbos. But does that also go on a husband being made for his wife's neder? Or no, a husband could be made for his wife's neder even if it has to do with the davar chol. So the Gemara answers, Misham hachi. And that would explain, in other words, if it's not going on the husband being made for the nether, that's why the Mishnah splits it up into two different statements. Maybe no, maybe Hafara the be mefer of the wife's neder is also it's only he's only allowed to be mefer if it applies to Shabbos. The again that which the Mishnah separated them from each other is It's because when a wife is being when a husband's being mefer his wife's neder he doesn't need bezdin. Right when you go to a chacham you need to sit in front of three people and be matan neder and that's why the Mishnah puts them up, but really, a husband could only be made for his wife's nether on Shabbos, maybe, according to this tzad, if it relates to Shabbos. So Gemara says, Tashma, bring it right, the ton is zute de rev papa, zute in rev papa's yeshiva said, a brysa, mefirah nadar m'shabbos n'tzarech Shabbos. Clearly, a husband's only allowed to be made for his wife's nether if they're needed for Shabbos. N'tzarech Shabbos inshlo, n'tzarech Shabbos loy, which means that only if it relates to Shabbos, and not if it relates to davar chol. So Lishlachrina, we had another version of this of this uh, kasha of the shaila. Ibayilu, they asked l'tzarech and tavayu katani. That which the Mishnah says that it has to be l'tzarech Shabbos is that going on both the husband and the wife and shail chacham or only on shail chacham. And if it's not related to Shabbos, loy, the husband can't be made from the neder. Alma, what do you see from that? It has to be, if we're saying that the husband cannot be made for his wife's neder on Shabbos, then it has to be that you have a 24-hour period from when the husband hears about the neder to be made for it. Why? Because if, let's say she made a neder that she's not driving in a car, which obviously is not related to Shabbos. Now, if the husband only has till the end of Shabbos to be made for such a neder, then he has to have an ability to be made for that neder. But if we're saying now that if it doesn't relate to Shabbos, he doesn't have that ability, then obviously he has time on Matzah Shabbos. How is that possible? If he has a full 24-hour period from when he hears the neder till he could be made for it. So then he has time on Matzah Shabbos. And that's why we say if it doesn't relate to Shabbos, you're not allowed to be made for it on Shabbos. Or maybe no. When it says it's only it's only going on from a chacham. But a husband to a wife. Even if it comes to a weekday, even if it comes to his wife making a nether about driving a car. Alma, so you see here that why could a husband be made for his wife's nether about driving a car? Because he doesn't have time after Shabbos. He only has till the end of that day. And again, as I said, this is a machloikas. Whether you have only me'es le'es, you, uh, sorry, whether you only have till the end of that day, in other words, if he hears about it at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, he only has until even if that's in 3 hours from then to be made for the neder. Or, according to the other man, the Amar, no, he has a 24-hour period from when he hears. Tashma bring you a raya. The Tani Razute Devei Rav Papa. And according to this version, again, we brought the same raya. There are Razute from Rav Papa's Yeshiva taught. And only L'Tzarech Shabbos. What do you see? L'Tzarech Shabbos in Shalai L'Tzarech Loi. Alma Faras the Darim So this Gemara holds that you have a 24-hour period from when you hear. So if she makes a neder about driving a car, not driving, uh, making a neder not to drive a car, and the husband wants to be Mayfair, he has to wait until Matzah Shabbos. Amr Abashi. Ay Vanan Tanam. But we learned in the Mishnah 
nedarim, hafaris nedarim kalayoyim, that you only have till the end of that day to be made for a neder. The age bedavol hakal hachmer. Sometimes it comes out it's a kula, and sometimes it comes out that it's a chumra. What's the what's the two cases? So like this. Uh, Kaitsa, Nadra Leli Shabbos, if she made a ned there on Friday night, made for Leli Shabbos, Vyam Yashabbos, Achatechshak. He has the whole night, Friday night, and the whole day Shabbos to be made for. That's a, that's a huge kula, that he has a, a night and a day. Nadra Im Chashech, if she makes a ned there right two minutes before Shkia, and he finds out two minutes before Shkia, made for Achatechshak. He has literally a couple of minutes until it gets dark out to be made for the ned there. If he's not made for in those few minutes, Mishach Chashech, and Yachal Hafer, he can no longer be made for it. So the Mishnah clearly says it's not me'es le'es it's from that day only for that day so Gemari answers Tanoi it's a machloik it's Tanoi the time we learned in the Raisa HaFar is the Durham Kalayim that you can have all day to be made for your neder Rabbi Yosef Rehuda Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Shimon Amru no me'es le'es you have a 24 hour period so the Raisa that says you have you, ha- you, you, you can't be Mayfair driving a car on Shabbos holds like Rabbi Yosef Rehuda that you have a 24 hour period to be made for the wife's neder then we said in the Mishnah you're allowed to ask Bishal from Chacham to be matanedi, what happens if you want? If you had time, if if when we say that you're allowed to ask a chacham on Shabbos to be made for neder, is that only if you didn't have time on erev Shabbos to go to him, or even if you had time to go to him but you were lazy and you decided not to go to him? Even so, you could go to a chacham on Shabbos and be made for your neder. Tashmad is akikulei the rabban and the rabzutra bereid rabzera. The chachamim once involved themselves to rabzutra rabzera's son, b'sharli nidre, and allowed him to be matan neder. I forgot to have a lepanai, even though he had time on erev Shabbos to be made for neder. What do you see? You see that you can be made for on Shabbos even if you have time before Shabbos. Now we said the case of shepaku asamar betafiach v'kasher asamakeda begemi. Okay, so let me just show you the picture quickly, and hopefully you'll remember when we learned this case previously. So the case was as follows: you had the dead guy here in this house. The Tomo was going to escape through the window and it was going to go under this roof into this house. So the, the first thing they quickly did before the guy died is they plugged up the hole with the earthenware keili. Now since the outside of the earthenware keili is facing the mace, it can't become tummy from that direction. Then this roof, this covering, this barrel that was covering it had a hole in it. If the covering has a hole the size of a, of a fist, then the tumor was going to escape through it. If it didn't have a hole that size, then the tumor was going to be, it was going to be a good oil, and then they couldn't take out this earthenware keili until the mace was moved. So they did a couple of things. First of all, they plugged in the hole, that's pikekin, and then they measured with a gemi, they measured, they tied a, 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 um, a keili to the stick, so you see you could tie on Shabbos, and they measured the size of the hole in the barrel on Shabbos. So let's see that inside. So, there was a narrow alley between the two houses. There was a corpse lying in one of the houses. There was a crack in the barrel that was resting over the two houses. So the first thing they did before the guy died is they shoved the earthenware keili in the wall. Since the outside of the earthenware keili was facing the mace, our earthenware keili can only become tamay mitoichli from inside, so it blocked the tumma from getting in. So first of all, you see pike again. Then the kashra samakeda begemi, they tied an earthenware keili to the, to the with, with reed grass to that stick, and that, you see, you could tie. To see whether there was a crack in the hole the size of a hand breath. 
So we'll stop over here. But basically, uh, you see over there that a couple of things. You saw that you can measure, you could tie, and you could shutter the wall on on Shabbos. Okay, we'll leave the last part of the... Uh, you learned that the dead person was in the house. Why?